I hope I'm catching everyone at the right time. Are, are we bored in the bus? Maybe on the bike? Walking? Are we in our car? Are we commuting? I'd like to think we've got a cup of coffee poured. Maybe a cup of tea. I mean, really, is it up to you? Water, lemon, a little cayenne pepper? I don't make these decisions. But I will say this, everyone. This is the Monday Morning Commute Podcast, episode 15. My name is John. Well, here's my thing. I kid you not, this last Sunday, I, I woke up. It was pretty normal. I, I knew what I was going to talk about for the Everyone Needs a Finsta episode. I, and I had that um, kind of ready to roll, but I hadn't recorded it yet. So I got, I got up a little earlier, went to the local coffee shop, uh, found myself downing a 16-ounce Americano, ordered a bagel as well, everything bagel, went with cream cheese. And I didn't even tell... Um, I did not even tell the, the barista that, you know, I, I don't like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. I just kind of said, and if you can actually put it on there for me, I'm going to take it to go. She, you know, no, no questions asked, went at it, gave me the bagel, the most eloquent spread of cream cheese I've ever had. And the fact that I gave her no direction, she knew it right away. I really appreciated that. So I'm walking back now. I got everything to go. Uh, I kill the bagel before I walk into the door, the Americano. I've, I've, I've you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it away, but I still got about half of it left get into the house, and I record the episode, walk downstairs, chatting with a housemate, and something comes up about the Wi-Fi. The, the Wi-Fi's not working. Um, something about a modem, connection. It, it was weird. It, it, right as we started having that conversation, all of the lights in the house dimmed. And it was like, it was like 10 a.m., but the sun went down. It got really dark, ominous. Things got primitive. It was weird, though. Like, I'm, obviously, I'm kidding, but, it, it, like, the whole weekend got thrown out of whack, and I just realized then how much I depend on Wi-Fi. And I know I use Wi-Fi a lot, but, like, to upload the episode of the podcast, I was like, oh, wait, I got to go back to the coffee shop. That's the closest place with Wi-Fi. I don't, know what a, I don't know what a modem is. I don't know how to connect it. Wi-Fi is kind of like cloud technology. It's, it's there. I don't, under, I don't understand it. Like the cloud is somewhere above me, Wi-Fi is around me. I don't, I haven't looked into it. I, it's not my thing. But I went back to the coffee shop two hours after I already went, and I and I didn't want to be rude. I know, I know, I, you know, saying I know them is a little much. But I've exchanged pleasantries with a couple of them many times, about five times each, except one. I actually met him later today, but really nice guy. I didn't know him well enough. And like, I, you know, I'm coming back to the place to use their Wi-Fi. I felt it was just appropriate. So I got a biscuit. Um, when, and I, I, you know, I run back there, I get a biscuit, eating the biscuit and I upload the podcast. And then I leave. Um, I actually took the biscuit to go as well. And so the, okay, so let's just keep a tracker. So now both baristas that were working have seen me twice, um, before 10 AM in separate occasions. Let's just keep them in the back of our mind. So I go back home. Um, the podcast is uploaded and then me, uh, a couple of my housemates, we were basically filming for the Monday morning commute video on Instagram right now. Uh, John underscore Aristotle. That is the handle. I just plugged myself. No, but we were filming the podcast and we're in the idea for this Monday morning commute took place at a coffee shop and it only made sense to go to the one that we always go to. And they got a nice little table set up outside. So this is around 12 PM. Maybe at 11.45. It doesn't matter. We went back to that same coffee shop. And I got a cappuccino. A couple moving parts let's bring together. I went to the same coffee shop three different times before 12 p.m. Three different occasions. I got four different things. 
that's not nearly as alarming as the fact that I spent like $13.75 at a coffee shop in one day. And I love the place. I'm supporting it. But that's a little bit absurd. And that's all on my end. That's all on my end. The Wi-Fi was out. Like I said, things got thrown out of whack. So we're already operating at half speed. But look, it's Sunday. And, and you know, maybe Sundays are meant for half speed. But everyone, I want to I wanna discuss a few things in this podcast, right? And, and last Monday morning commute, we, we brought up the topic of the BLT. I, would, I should say I did. And I said that it is extremely overrated. Very average. Extremely overrated. I've had a week to think this over. A week alone, my thoughts. And I, I honestly, I'm thinking like, look, they, I'm saying this. This is what I think. Do I want people to take this and whenever they think about me and BLTs, this is my opinion on it. Everyone, I've had a week to lay myself to bed, pull over the comforter. I let my box fan keep me company, white noise. And I've had some time to think before I ultimately fall asleep. And I can confidently say, when I'm thinking about this issue, not once did I lose any sleep and I slept like a baby every single time because it's blatantly obvious the BLT is unbelievably average. And I don't even think, I don't even think it's outlandish. I think we're misunderstanding the criteria for which we judge it. Everyone, the BLT, traditionally speaking, bacon, lettuce, tomato. For this argument, I know some people would be like, well, you can put avocado. You could, but we're not having a BLTA. We're having a BLT. So we're keeping the avocado out of the equation. The BLT, uh, you're going to have a little mayonnaise as well. And then I believe traditionally it's white bread, but if you want wheat bread, that's all you. And gluten-free, if that's for you, I totally understand. We're going to keep it simple with that, with that level of sliced bread. Let's start this out. When you look at a sandwich, when you think of a sandwich, I think we think meat, some sort of protein, right? Um, vegetables, and you're keeping some bread together, there's probably going to be a spread as well. I think that's, I feel like we can all come to common terms. It's going to be meat or some sort of protein, vegetables, uh, bread, uh, maybe some sort of spread. Peanut butter and jelly, obviously, we're, we'll, you know, we're given leeway. But for the most part, I feel like we can all come together that a sandwich encompasses multiple different entities. You know, we're coming, we're coming together, and that's what we're going to eat. And the bread, Bread makes a difference, but ultimately it's keeping it all together, providing a pretty decent vehicle, a little extra carbs and calories. But let's focus here. The BLT, why do people like it so much? And if anyone says it's because of the tomato, uh, you're, uh, exp- please explain yourself, because that means every single sandwich you've ever had is good because of the tomato. And if anyone says it's because of the lettuce, well, I don't want to hear it. But I will say this, a sandwich is very similar to a team. Let's just, let's just compare it to basketball. Uh, and in basketball, to be a good team, you've got uh, loads of different players contributing at a very high level, right? And much like a sandwich, look, everyone's contributing. It's really for a common goal, each ingredient, a common goal, good taste, nourishment. I mean, that's a plus, but we want it to taste good. In 2007, when LeBron James took the Cavaliers, when he literally took them, put them on his back, in March, the NBA Finals, they got swept by the Spurs. LeBron was the bacon in that Cavaliers team. We'll call it a BLT. And it was a BLT. The bacon was fantastic. LeBron was fantastic. But he had all these other players that were extremely, extremely subpar. It wasn't really a good team. They just had a tremendous player. I, I, I don't want to... I, I don't think that was a good team, personally. When I think of good teams, I think of the Golden State Warriors. But let's focus on something. So... The point being, they still made it to the NBA Finals because they had a very good piece of bacon. 
how that bacon was cooked back then. I feel like LeBron, LeBron, the bacon that LeBron was in that finals was very similar to when your grandma cooks you bacon in the morning when you're at her house and it's pancakes and bacon, as much syrup as you want, whatever, whatever it might be, pancakes, bacon, eggs, hash browns, um, the, the goods really. It's the bacon that for some reason always tastes better when it's in your grandmother's frying pan. A good piece of bacon, a nice piece of bacon. The LeBron now, though, he's still a strip of bacon. A great piece of bacon. But he's much more of a candied piece of bacon. So what we're doing is it's a thicker cut, uh, some brown sugar, some cayenne pepper. We're, we're putting the oven extremely low. If you can, let's put it down to 180, and let's put them in there for about eight hours. That's the LeBron we're working with right now. And don't, I'm not sure if that's the exact method, but we get what I'm saying. He's an excellent piece of bacon. However, however, the Cavs team, I, I don't, it's too early to talk about this Lakers team, but the Cavs teams that he's been on, well, it's a decent sandwich. That You got a lot, a lot more support, some, some actual ingredients that, I don't know, bring value to the team overall, obviously Kevin Love. On this note, when I think of the post-Thanksgiving turkey sandwich, uh, I'm thinking of the Golden State Warriors, right? A lot of very good players coming together to make a very good team, right? The turkey, the biscuits, the stuffing. Uh, cranberry, maybe you want to slap a little mayo on there. I'm not going to stop you. Uh, string bean casserole, it's, it, it's really up to you. Turkey skin as well. Uh, you, you got the Steph Curry, the Dream on Green, the Kevin Durant, the Clay Thompson, and the supporting cast, let's not discount them. A little gravy on top. That's a good team, and that's a good sandwich. A very good sandwich. And it's made of leftovers, too. That, that really tells you how much firepower there is. Everyone, the BLT, I, I feel like the question should be, how good's the bacon? Like, for example, when you go to the restaurant, you want to order a BLT. If you really want to, if you really, if you really want to do that, here's what we're going to do. Uh, instead of asking, how's the BLT? It's very simple. How's the bacon on the BLT? And if they look a little confused, if there's any hesitation in their answer, do not order it. it no, it should be an immediate. It's absolutely fantastic. And they give you a little bit of description. That's what I'm thinking about. And look, that's ultimately the way I'm looking at it. I, you know, maybe someday when I'm 45 and I'm, you know, it's a Sunday and I'm just feeling like a bacon and something weird, I might make a BLT. I just don't see that happening anytime soon. BLT though, bacon. How much bacon does one have to eat to get sick of bacon? That wouldn't be healthy. That'd be a lot of bacon. It would not be healthy. Healthy. Has anyone, here's a, here's a question, declaration. This is a thought I want to run by some people. For those of you who work out, right, for those of you who might run off the calories of a BLT, who might lift off the calories of a BLT, if that's even a thing, can you actually have a post-workout shake in your shaker bottle if there's no, like, metal ball, the whisk? Is it actually still a workout shake if you don't have that metal whisk, that ball that clanks around? Because the way I'm looking at it, if the ball's not there, what it really is is a drink, I feel like post-workout shakes, and look, again, I, I used to have a ball, and then it, I lost it, so I didn't really use it anymore. I'm just assuming you don't get that protein intake if the ball's not I feel like the ball has to be in there. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone drink a protein shake without the metal ball. That, I, I just beat around the bush very dramatically, but I don't think I've ever seen in my life. A protein shake. I'm not saying any other form of protein, and I'm aware it breaks up the clumps, my real question is, how, like, do, do we need it? Does the, does, like, I'm, this is, I'm literally curious, does the metal ball actually break up the protein powder? 
Or does the metal ball like trigger a, a little like a hormonal burst in your in your brain? I don't know. Uh, that that almost makes your body more receptive to break down protein. It's like a ringing the bell. It's signaling everyone the protein's coming. Like in those movies where Godzilla would invade a city, you take the bell and you start ringing in the, in the and everyone in the town just departs and gets out of the way before he destroys the city. I feel like the, the shaking of that metal ball gets your body ready, activated to intake that protein and then put it to good use. Everyone, here we go. You got a body armor up. That's what I'm looking at it. And I appreciate that. And I can back that. If that's the case, let's not sell it on the fact that this is just a little whisk that breaks up the protein powder, but let's just call it a bell. Let's call it an alert system. I can buy into that. If I'm buying, if I'm buying protein shaker bottles and it says, you know, BPA free with an alert system, why would I say no to that? If it says BPA free with a whisk, sick. I'll just get a whisk at home. BPA free alert system, seven different colors. I'm gonna have a bit of an issue choosing. I'm just framing it differently, you know. And then again, I'm not the one intaking protein. I like to step my game up, but I'm not gonna hesitate to drop twenty five ninety nine on a bottle with an alert system. That sounds pretty efficient. ADP, can someone help us out? Everyone, I'm not wearing a watch, but this is episode fifteen. I feel like this is the length that a lot of you are going to be stepping off the bus, maybe parking the bike and locking the car, flipped it, locking the bike, parking the car. Maybe you're you're arriving at work. Maybe you've been at home chilling. Maybe you're working out. Maybe you're shaking your protein with the metal shaker. It's whatever you're up to. I hope the caffeine is settling in nicely because everyone, uh, this was the Monday morning commute podcast. My name is John. This was all my thing. Thank you for rock with me until next time.